and welcome to the Stoke City Years, a podcast series that reviews the history of Stoke City season by season. In this series, myself and Tony Lloyd will be reviewing every individual league season in the history of Stoke City Football Club from 1888 to whenever the present day is when we finish this project. Celebrating the good days, remembering the bad days and hopefully providing an educational, who knows, maybe even entertaining look back on Stoke City's history. So, Tony, where are we up to right now? I think we've just finished 1893-94 and it seems like it's been a really long time since we did this but I think that was a season where Bill Rowley nearly went to Everton and at least two people died yes that was yeah that was quite a quite a downbeat note on which to end uh, <laughs> yeah. the last uh, time we recorded one of these which was about uh, five or six weeks ago so uh, we are a bit ring rusty, but uh, we we're going to dive straight in to the eighteen ninety four to ninety five season, and let's see if the Chemical Brothers stuck around that long. In eighteen ninety four, Oscar Wilde gets arrested for gross indecency. Blackpool Tower opens, and author Robert Louis Stevenson dies. But the real Jekyll and Hyde performances came. With the Potters, as Stoke City uh, continued in the United Counties League. And uh, just kind of a uh, refresher for uh, everyone, Tony. We're, we're still in we're in the red and blue stripes. Is, we is are. That, is that a new development? I, I can't remember what we were wearing <laughs> the year before. Um, I think... Maybe we were sound of me typing. <laughs> I think we were wearing red and blue last season, but I'm about no, we were wearing the white and blue that looked like the '92 away strip. I immediately recall, without googling. Um, so no, we're back into the blue and red stripes that everyone famously associates with Stoke Ramblers because of the internet. Um, and yeah. here we are. Yeah, so, so uh, we're in the, the, the Barcelona colours that we... It was nice when we brought that back for our 150th anniversary brackets, not really 150th anniversary brackets, don't tell Forrest. Um, Definitely was. I've got proof later on in a forthcoming episode. Oh my God, this is exciting. Um, so really. yeah, Stoke City are in the United Counties League, uh, having... Well, we were we finished 11th in the first division last season... We did, uh, and we put. Go on. Well, and we're still in the first division again. Is that right? What's gone on? Yes, we. Where did we finish? I can't believe I closed that tab. Um, yeah, I think we finished sort of mid-table last time. I think it was eleventh. Uh, if anybody's listening to the last one and then this one straight away, they will know if I'm right or not. Probably not. Um, but we also played in the United Counties League, which right. was an interesting diversion that had two groups of some teams each playing each other and then the winner of each of those sort of mini leagues played each other but it was spread over the whole season and one of the leagues was the first half of the season and then the other one was in like April the next year or something and we finished second I think in our group in that one but we revisit the United Counties League this season and I don't 
exactly know what happened to the United Counties mm. League. I remember in my research for the last episode, I found out that it only ran for a year and a half right. um, because attendances, as we saw last season, were absolutely rotten. Fixtures weren't fulfilled and it just sort of crumbled. Um, I can't find all the Stoke fixtures in this year's UCL competition, but I did find an article from sort of the end of 1895 or late in 1895, which sums up the outcome, if not the detail. Um, That's the Derby Daily Telegraph say, A contemporary states that the United Counties League is dead. Its life was ever feeble, flickering and uncertain. Peace to its ashes. But its decease has left a few dates to fill up by some of the more prominent clubs, and the result is that there's been a strong list of entries for the Birmingham Senior Cup. So, yeah, nobody cared about it when it was going, and then nobody really cared when it went. Um... Feels a bit like we... the Checker Trade Trophy. <laughs> yeah, a confusing league system and woeful attendances. Marvelous. So yeah, we, I, we, we could say that we were going to win it. I don't know. I don't know yeah, how anyone we, would prove otherwise. But we, we were, were poised robbed. to take. We were absolutely robbed of that exciting trophy. Mm. So, and apart from that. How yes. did we get on? I mean, you said Jekyll and Hyde. I think that's pretty kind. We weren't very good. Neither uh, was neither was Hyde. <laughs> oh. we so were... yeah, we finish fourteenth uh, in the first division, uh, and that is kind of fortuitous because we uh, finished the season uh, really, really strongly with uh, five wins in our last six, uh, including. Two five-one wins, a four-two and a four-one. Uh, so, what 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 gives? What was up with with Stoke this season? Um, what who were the who were the key names? What was what was happening? I think May uh, we were absolutely shit until March, but then we beat Wishaw nine-nil away in January in like the Scottish holiday matches, which as far as I can tell were exhibition games where the English teams decamp to Glasgow and play. And Everton lost four-one at Celtic, and we battered Wishaw at Wishaw. So I'm putting it down to that, even though that was in January. Um, I assume, given by previous episodes, we probably signed a couple more Scotchmen as well. Um, but yeah, we just had this amazing run in March where we. Mm. We, we win, yeah, we five one five. well, 4-1, one, one all, 5-1, one, 5-1, one, two, two, one, to just sneak away from the horrible test match relegation spots. And we lost in the second round of the FA Cup to Wolves. Right. So we finish uh, 14th in the league, and this, does this set up a playoff then? Wait, yes, we did end up in the in the test matches I said just said we didn't but we did um, now this is this is really interesting to me so we finish 14th um, Liverpool get relegated they finish bottom or I don't know I don't know if they're technically relegated or they voted out or whatever they yeah. finish bottom um, Derby finish 15th we finish 14th and then above us are West Bromwich Albion and Small Heath but um, yeah. we go into a test match against Newton Heath, presumably from uh, Division 2 at this point. Um, Newton Heath, obviously, uh, precursor to Manchester United. Uh, and we play mm. them in a playoff for our status in the first division. Um, 
And this is quite interesting in that in Wikipedia, it's the venue is marked as N, so neutral venue. And I just clicked as to where the neutral venue was. It was <laughs> the Athletic Ground, uh, also known as Cobridge Stadium, which was a football stadium and Greyhound Stadium located in Cobridge, Stoke-on-Trent. Uh, yeah, well, originally it was going to be played at Bramall Lane, and then they found out at the last minute the ground wasn't available. So, so representatives of the clubs met at Stoke, and after consideration, agreed to toss a coin for the choice of grounds between Burslem and Ardwick, and Stoke <laughs> won the toss, so he played in Stoke. Yeah, so uh, this ground was, uh, at this point, uh, Port Vale's ground. Um, I, I, admittedly, I'm not a Stoke local, but I hadn't heard of Cobridge before, so that is uh, new to me. And yeah, okay, there you go. But yeah, so we 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 win a neutral game in the city of Stoke-on-Trent to kind of preserve our football league status, uh, our first division status. And in the FA Cup, we actually beat Newton Heath as well uh, away from home. <laughs> So uh, we're just dicking all over Man United and pretty much no one else this season. We go out the uh, cup to Wolves in the uh, second round. Um, so that was that was pretty much it on the pitch. Uh, Stoke, be a bit shit, just about survive. Um, just but beat the, Man U. We only beat Man U. We only beat Man United, as the song goes. <laughs> uh, our squad, our squad is uh, like half. Scotch, I believe that is the uh, correct term, and yep. uh, but the drama this season is all kind of off the pitch. And I was wondering if you could tell us what's happening with Stoke transfer, well, not transfer, Stoke's kind of financial madness. Hassle. Mm. Well, first of all, um, Arthur Reeves, who's the manager slash secretary, um, is suspended by the Football League. Uh, I have an article, as is my way nowadays. It's, it's entitled An Insulting Secretary. It says, A meeting of the management committee of the league met at the Old Boar's Head Hotel, Manchester. Messes, whatever, were there. The question of Mr. Reeves of Stoke letter re the appointment of J.H. Strawson of referee, which the Stoke secretary was requested to withdraw, came up. Basically, he wrote a letter slagging off the selection of a referee for one of the games and asking them to change it, which was frowned upon. Um, but then also I found something else. I mean, that there's, there's a few articles saying that, but without any real detail. And he's suspended from the Football Association. And then the Liverpool Mercury in January 1895 mentioned, it's in the middle of talking about a benefit match for sufferers, sufferers from the recent colliery disaster in Staffordshire, out of nowhere just says, Mr Reeve, Secretary of Stoke Football Club, was suspended for altering a registration form. So he's done something wrong. Um, it seems like he's been exposed this season as something of a shit guy. Um, <laughs> but that said, he has taken us to our highest ever league position finish two seasons before um, and then we come to sort of the end of the season nearly in April um, and there's another meeting of the Council of the English Association at the Pavilion at Crystal Palace grounds um, uh, something about income from a cup game and then Mr Reeves late Stoke secretary I don't think it means he's dead um, appeared and applied for a remission of his suspension but the request was not acceded to 
and then it goes on to talk about the question of signing Scotch players on the league forms of English clubs. So he says sorry, and they say no, tough. Um, so that lands us in a bit of trauma. And then we come to the actual end of the season, and it seems we're in all sorts of trauma because this is from the Athletic News. It says, for some time now, it's been apparent that either a great radical change must be effected in the constitution of the Stoke Football Club, or else it must cease to exist. The next few weeks will decide which it is to be. It seems likely now that the former alternative will be adopted, for on Friday night the management invited the public to a meeting held at the town hall to discuss a proposal for establishing a limited liability company to take over the old club. There was a moderate attendance. Um... Something, something, something. Uh, the difficulty about players arose. The p public will perhaps feel a little reluctant to throw themselves heart and soul into the new venture if a condition is made that the players be taken over at a price. So basically, they're going to form a limited liability club to get away from all the debt. Um, but also, they don't want to keep all the players because they're rubbish or the fans hate them or there's some dis happiness there um, and somebody's written a letter in oh no this is the published official announcement I look oh no this is from the article I look forward with confidence to the establishment of the Stoke Football Club Company Limited and under its rule the old organisation should rise phoenix like out of its own ashes and begin a new life other clubs have done this thing and with success why not Stoke and then the next article just underneath which you might remember from us tweeting about it a few weeks ago um, was Port Vale winner match. <laughs> Readers in general will doubtless accept the intimation conveyed in the headline of this paragraph with considerable incredulity, but I can assure them that it is nonetheless true. So yeah, Vale won a game as well, so that was nice. And <laughs> then is, we finally... That's sorry. such a Victorian <laughs> sarcastic put-down, isn't it? It's quite hard to say as well. Yeah. Um, that was quite an effort. And then we have finally a prospectus of the new Stoke Football Club has at last been issued, and it is much what it was expected to be. It is stated in italics that the vendors undertake to indemnify the company against all claims and liabilities whatsoever incurred on or before April the 30th, 1895, which of course means that, among other things, the new company will be entangled in no way with the difficulty with Mr Reeves. <laughs> oh God, the difficult so Mr Reeves. We've literally set fire to the club started a new one and not paid any of our debts just to get away from this bloke slagging off a referee or amending a registration form or something so um farewell arthur reeves we have enjoyed success under you but not unlike some future stoke managers you have outstayed your welcome <laughs> so at this point we are essentially stoke city sevco no we're just stoke sevco because oh, we're good. not a city for another 29 years very good very about. good yeah right. uh, so that was a bit of a mess um just <laughs> <laughs> not just the podcast but the season as well we, we, <laughs> but we've we've muddled on through it and we've just about emerged the other side as a slightly different more damaged club uh, so just a kind of recap then of the 1894 to 95 season. The chairman was Mr. S. Barker. The manager was Arthur Reeves. Boo, boo. boo. Uh, we played at Victoria Ground. We finished 14th in the first division, requiring a 
test match win to preserve our first division status. We went out the FA Cup in the second round. Our top goal scorers were Joe Schofield and Billy Dixon with 13 apiece. Our highest home attendance was 7,000 against Sunderland. Our lowest was 1,000 against Small Heath. Thank you very much for listening to this Stoke City Years. We'll now press ahead to the 1895-96 season. <laughs>